Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever and wherever you are listening or viewing, welcome to episode 179 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod being released on the eve of the second major championship of the year. The Dad Bod Golf Pod is proudly sponsored by Believe podcast network joining me this evening experts in a lot of fields but golf not one of them (laughs) benjamin taylor kyle rush lock and load boys the pga championship starts tomorrow yes let's go and you know what you need to do because it's almost because you're listening to this on wednesday it's your last day you can pick your winners you got to go to bet online it's the number one sports betting website in the whole world like go on there get in right now let's make some money go pick you three or four winners your odds are still could possibly pay uh if you pick one uh, one out of three you could probably still make uh, a pile of money because all the odds are are really good you like scotty scheffler you like john rom you want to throw a little piece on tiger he's looking good by the way uh go to bed online check it out use coupon code believe b-l-e-a-v get a 50 percent bonus give them a hundred bucks they're going to give you 50 back. Divide that by three. That gives you $50 to go bet on golfers. Oh, let's go. Put let's $50 out there and hit one. You'll thank me later. Send me 10%. Uh, check them out. Bet online where the game starts. starts. Nathaniel, we have, uh, Nathaniel, we've gone a little bit further into this uh, signing card versus non signing card thing. And oh, boy. I really starting to think it's going to affect, it's affecting our relationship. I really, it's, <laughs> Starting to become personal. There's been some personal insults. There's been a lot of name calling. Uh, Kyle um, sent me a video. Of wait, God a, wait a second. today <laughs> with his middle finger up. And you know what Ben usually does? He stops in and talks. But your cowardly, bitch ass, non scorecard signing, running away to get interviewed because you played a damn good round and won the golf tournament. Ass didn't pull in, <laughs> and that was personal. I just, uh, I'm just saying, I, I listened to a professional mm-hmm. golfer. I listened to a professional <laughs> golfer today say that it's the most antiquated thing that the golf tour has. Cool. And professional golfer don't ever say anything dumb. What's up, Phil Mickelson? Huh. You, Have fun in prison. You keep comparing apples and oranges instead of apples and apples. <laughs> like that's Ben, you, you, that you is the pot calling the kettle black. We bring up an argument and you're like, you know what? <laughs> this is you what know, I ben, want you to You say. agreed with Kyle all night and that threw me off. And maybe that's why I all of a sudden believe in scorecards. I don't know. <laughs> you're like, you know what? You're right. I apologize. If you missed, if and you let me missed, just bend over so you can beat me too. If you if we if you missed it, we were arguing over. I I feel like we're getting off of the actual argument. Is the problem? We are the the argument oh, is not, not the argument is not should you enforce a rule? Yes, you. I, if it's a rule, you should enforce the rule. Is the rule dumb? That's the argument. Is this the stupidest rule that's in golf? This is is this not dumber? than hitting out of a divot is this not dumber than this is dumber than hitting out of is a this divot. is this not dumber than if the ball rolls off of your ball mark and you replace it 
it's in play, but if it rolls off your tee, it's not in play. I mean, is this, is it, is it's one of those things? Is it a dumb rule? That's, that's initially where we're at. Is yeah, it? Nate keeps arguing with us, telling us it's a rule. Yeah, we got we that part. It. We, we know it. that it's a rule. I think there's bigger hills to die on than being so upset about a rule that has no effect on your play. I just, just do it. Just do it. We're not saying it doesn't affect our play. We're saying it's stupid that a pro can be disqualified for that. Do it. Like millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay, hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars. Dead gummit. I would sign the damn scorecard every single time. You're never going to catch me not signing a scorecard. You're right. If it's that big of a deal and it's that easy, sign your Emmy effing name. You're right. Everything about what you just said is right. You're going to do it. But if there's that. There is a there is a chance you could screw up, and if you sign the wrong card, if you sign something where a a, a one looks like a, a seven looks like a one or or whatever, I mean, you you could sign something incorrectly, and it costs you millions of dollars. That is a rule. Like nothing that there is no rule where you it's not where you have advanced yourself in the like throughout the round. Like you you did something to improve your score. You did something to uh, take away a shot. You did something to improve a lie. Like you literally clerically at the end botched something, and now you're disqualified from your your career could be on the line. Nate, if it were that important, then they wouldn't keep scoreboards throughout the course. They would wait till they turned their card in at the end and signed it before it became official, like race officials do in horse racing. I just want you to tell me this. I just want you to tell me this. Scoreboards are for the fans. Why is it a necessity? Why is it a necessity? Like it has to be done. Why is it a necessity? Why, why do we still have that rule when we have all the technology that we have today to verify? We have people that can call in. Used to, we had people that could call in from watching TV and penalize you. Don't we don't have it anymore? I but, can't use. No, it but that's the thing. They made that adjustment. It. Why can't they make this adjustment? This this was put in before they had TV coverage. Before the, so yeah. they needed somebody to this attest is a rule it from like because we all can attest it now. All so. officials can attest it. The TV coverage can attest it. Now, I mean, back then they didn't have anybody attest except the group that they were playing you with. They all needed to sign with you. You have people that walk with you and keep your score per, yes. hole by hole. Like you shouldn't mm-hmm. even have to. I'll be honest. I don't even think you should have to keep your own scorecard. Nope. It should be the PGA Tour official that's having to keep it. That's walking. I don't with even you think you should have your own it. scorecard. I think you should just go out there. You play golf, and then you know what you you know what you shot. Everybody on TV knows what you shot. The PGA tour, the PGA tour knows what you shot. Everybody knows what you shot. You think we should just start letting like computers be umpires and referees too? No, not for no judgment. We're, calls, we're just going to use TV for everything. If it's just literally, if it's literally just uh, uh, moving a peg across one, two. Three, oh, penalty. Let's move two. If it's literally just that, then yes. Let's let it. I could, I could have a robot. You could have an AI robot that sits there and analyzes shot by shot and inputs it. And nobody has to worry about it anymore. And we know it's right. I would be okay with that totally. Like it's very rare. Palmer roll over it's, his grave. Look, it's very rare that, that they are putting the wrong score and cheating in. 
The thing is, is people are getting DQ'd for just not it's signing gotcha. the card. There's just there's something it's not, cool it's not because they about said, golf that's different than all the other sports is that everybody keeps each other's and score. It's in amazing the group, that right? this hill is the one you're dying on. That this is the cool thing about golf that's no other that I'm else saying happens. don't die on it. Like what are you like? It it affects nobody. You can't take advantage of the of rule. It affects the it affects the guy that may have possibly won that didn't sign it correctly. Or Benjamin, or if people you come that off are, the green, there are people that are trying to tournament. make it in Q school. There, we there's people that are in Q school that have been disqualified. There's people. I mean, there's there's a college so, there's college tournaments where you've lost you've lost college matches because you sign scorecards. I mean, there's there's stuff there's stories out there all over the place, all, all over clerical BS. It's clerical. You didn't get beat. You did not get beat. I'm sorry. You didn't lose. What happens when we what start using did, TV and, and and there's some guy who doesn't have TV coverage and he's in the woods and he hits it twice and the camera doesn't catch it and you know they, come on just sign your scorecard okay you answered like, your own what argument is this a you, big you, deal? Argue, you argued your own argument in a text then right there with that with that question please that tell me asked, how before I come you, to your house you said it's the only you said it's mouth. the only sport that you call a penalty on yourself so yes. that means that bastard's not doing that. See, no, they, but I'm so, saying, but I'm, no, no, no I'm, the down? point I'm trying to make is that you're trying to use a TV camera, which is imperfect. You cannot, you're just, a TV camera cannot catch every shot. It's not a football field. It's not a baseball field. Go out and watch those shots from every single person. You know, when you can just go find a, a random PGA Tour pro and hit shot one, shot two, shot three, shot four. There's going to oh, be some places like- on the golf course where that, not, you you not get a TV camera. There. Oh, you mean like the shot link people that are there for every shot, and they they this the walking scores that score every shot for every individual player. Yeah, because they never make mistakes. They, Let's just t- they never make mistakes. Never ever has there been a mistake. No, but and it, I'm fine with comparing the PGA it. Like, Tour app sucks. Yeah, so we, bad, and we talked about it, but let's but just trust that, the shot link people. No, that's that's, hey, that's hey, different. We do that now, though. Like we don't sign each other's card and be like, "Hey, man, I got you down for a for a eighty or no? I had you know I had an eighty two. Ben, like, you cannot compare thing. Thursday two and two to winning a one point seven million No, but million I'm purse. saying you're trying to act like just because there's not a robot in the woods that hole, they're going to miss the shot. When it, whereas they could literally get in the scorer's tent and they could be like, "I got you three hundred today." Yep, I got three hundred today. Okay, cool. And then that's it. There doesn't have to be a signing. They just they turn it in. They're like, "Here, here's my okay, scorecard." I, I'm going to disagree a little bit there. I'm going to if if you're there, but the thing is, we're not. I, my suggestion is not adding something new. We already have walking officials, scoring officials in every group. They score the group. Like, they score you. So why is it such a bad thing for you to it's, score sign off on 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 everything? Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is that, like, let's you focus not. on a rule that affects play, not whether or not you sign your name. Just I, sign I your name. Think, Just sign I think, every single I think time. this is sign. more important. I think this is more important because accidental clerical stuff that's not done on the course can affect – cost you millions of dollars. Versus, I grounded my club in a bunker when I know I'm not supposed to, or I broke other rules, uh, drop rules, this, that, and the other that I that I are I should know. It, this is literally nothing that has to do with anything on the golf course. I guarantee you, right now, if we asked 100 tour pros, "Is this rule dumb?" They would say, "I, I guarantee you 90 of them would say it's dumb." Okay, you be, do it. You would be there. Be there be there'd be ten Nate passes out there that said no, and then and then ask them say which is more dumb. Signing your scorecard or pick a random controversial rule such as uh, uh, 15th of- club in your bag or uh, accidentally altering your club 
or hitting out of a divot or something on the course and ask them, would you rather fix rule A that has to do with clerical errors? Or would that you rather was fix it the original argument, B? though. No, I'm just saying, I'm just responding to your hundred person. I'll ask. I would, lo- I would love to ask that question. Yeah, ask them. Ask them and say, hey, we well, don't know if we're going to get that B, amount of time. A, you can stop signing your scorecard, or B, you can pick a rule that affects you in the field of play that you think is really dumb, and you can change that. Okay, and ask so now we're changing, now we're changing the question. Shit about that then. I got you. No, but, I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. If that you, is moving I, the goalpost. I, I get to respond. That is respond. moving the goalpost just a tad. But I still think if you – That's what I'm I, trying to tell you is that if they say it's dumb, how dumb do they think it is? How dumb – I'm trying to quantify how dumb do they I think I don't it is. think that tour players are going to – like what – What? give me an example of a rule that that – that's a dumb rule 15 clubs that's not a dumb rule that's golf like that's been the rule since the beginning of golf okay what if you have it what if you accidentally do it you tee off and you have 15 clubs on accident your caddy puts one in you hit you only hit one club and boom disqualified is that dumb you're not disqualified it's a two-stroke penalty yeah it's two sure penalty. yeah okay fine what about the ball <laughs> and divot in the middle of the fairway that's that's if, you, if you move it it's a two-stroke penalty you're not disqualified. That, what I'm saying, you want, do you want to change the rule? About, we're talking about I something think, that's you DQing. Mean, you mean tell you, be honest, you be honest. I think golf people, more for whatever reason, golf people, don't, that doesn't bother them as much as it bothers us. A ball and a divot. Like, I've seen people just, like, rip. Like, people talk about it. And it I rip. bet you guys signing their scorecards doesn't bother as much as it bothers you guys. I don't. Unless it happens again, to them. Again, again, <laughs> the act of signing a scorecard is not tough. The fact that if you somehow, some way, have won a golf tournament and something, and, and everybody knows it, the scoring officials know it, the TV knows it, everybody knows it. If somehow you screw up the signing process, you can lose the golf tournament that you won, not by your play, but by cler- a clerical error. That is, Kyle, it's not just winning it. It's not just win- if it's the guy that makes it the top twenty-five that's going to qualify him for the next. If you've got twenty-seven people following you on the course, they're all keeping. Score. It happens. That, that, I don't that's know. What we're it saying. happens. That's what it happens yeah. at every level. It happens. I don't know. I don't know how it happens, but it happens. So look, bottom line is: is it a dumb rule or not? That's the argument. Is it dumb? And it is. Yes or no? Is it dumb that you yes. can be disqualified from a tournament for not signing your scorecard? DQ'd, yes. You know what, Nate? I'll even give you the fact that if they want to give them a two-stroke penalty for not signing or signing it wrong, fine. Is it, I'll do that. That's because, all. That's all I want to ask. Because you you are not? you are penalized. You're like you you can be penalized, but DQing somebody that's too much, man. That's too much that they've gone through four okay, rounds no, of a golf tournament on. And on Sunday. They get DQ'd. Don't go. Don't if you, go if you sign your scorecard incorrectly, you're not disqualified. You just if if you shot sixty five and you signed for a sixty six, you just get a sixty six. That's happened. That's how somebody lost a, a major doing that. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, so we were talking. We were talking about that's not, even even dumber. That is even dumber. <laughs> no, it's not. That is so stupid. Oh my it's, gosh, it's no, dumb. it's not. It's clerical. Yeah. It is clear. It is. It is something that we should have somebody hired to do this for everybody. Like it's so. Like stuff happens, especially in the heat of the moment. Like ah, I just that's the craziest. That's the craziest stuff, thing that this, stuff happens. Yeah, it does. Yeah. it's happened thousands of times, hundreds of times. I it's mean, happened I, to guys we know. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, that's the thing. I would love to ask I, in in the comments, uh, in our DMs, whatever. 
is is it's this is simple. This is the only this is this is what's crazy like it that it goes this far in the conversation. Is this a dumb rule? Is it dumb that you can be DQ'd for a clerical error when it comes to the scorecard? Either signing the wrong it's card. Not, it's not a signing. clerical error. It's a it's a it's a it's a failure to do something. Okay, a failure, a failure to, to complete to clerical work. Failure to complete clerical work costs you a tournament that you won. Is that dumb? That's all we want to know. That's all. And, and, you know, we may do a poll. We may do a poll. We'll throw it out. Yeah, there. do one. Do one. And find me, somebody, right. find me somebody who has won a golf tournament and is like, I'm not signing it. Nope. I that's forgot. not what we're saying. That's, forgot just, that's, forgot that's sign not it. what we're saying. You're not saying that they don't because, want to because, sign it. Because here's what we're talking about. The, the, the origin of this conversation was a guy who got pissed and just And left. you know what? Screw what it. What do you do him. And, and we said, him. and we, See, we this it. is what you guys do: is you like to start making the rules subjective, and you will go down a slippery, slippery slope. I don't it's understand, man. No, because no, because we were talking about it being dumb if they forget or 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 don't happen to sign a scorecard. He purposely stormed off. What if Daly Effie. comes back and says, "Hey, I forgot." See, dep- what do you? That, do that is one thing. Like Grayson told us, like what if he, he can't when you he leave can't this, because yeah, he can't come back. He can't because once there's you a leave scoring the scoring area. area, you're done. Like it is official once you've walked out. Like right. Grayson put on, on the DMs whenever he, he said, "Look, that happened to him, and he was able to. It was a different format of a tournament, so he was able to to actually escape from being penalized heavily. However, he said as soon as he left the score, he could not go back in and sign it. Like that was it." And he had to get the the tournament officials involved after that. Here's two stories. I'm gonna read two stories really quick. Okay. This is uh, this is a tournament leader in Australia, uh, a pro turn a pro tour in Australia. Nick Gillespie. Uh, he was 24 years old. He fired a bogey free seven under on the first round. He's leading the tournament. 24 years old. Probably his first pro tour. Pumped. First pro event. Pumped. Gets excited. Goes to the bar. Forgets to sign a scorecard. DQ. Okay, second story. This is at the Genesis this year. Wyndham Clark did not sign his uh, – he shot – he did shoot 77, but he was disqualified after his scorecard had not been filled out correctly. So, he went from – What does that even mean? I'm trying to read and get some. Wyndham Clark is DQ'd following round one. He probably would have uh, not made the cut anyway. Um, I need to find a better example. That was a bad example. <laughs> I'll say. But it's just, I mean, it's just, it's just. So do you think. Still no, because Kyle, it cost them, like there's incentives for them playing a certain amount of rounds whenever they've got some sort of sponsor on the bag or something. So you're still costing them money. Do you think there's any scenario storming off, pissed off, leave the scoring area, DQ'd? Okay. Again, not the question. The question um, is, is the but, rule but hang, stupid? But hang on, hang on. But I'm we've already you. told you, like, the John Daly instance, we're fine with it because he left. He left so on where purpose. So where do you, where do you draw you the line? How do you start? When how do you start you them their intent? You draw the line when you don't have to go sign your damn scorecard. It's stupid. They know Everybody knows what you shot. You don't have to go sign it. You don't have to go to the scorer's tent everybody and sign a, scorecard. Sign a scorecard. scorecard. Everybody knows you sign. My, that so is not the argument. That is not the argument. We know that. We understand that. It's just a dumb rule. If it's dumb, what we're what we're saying is throw it out completely. Throw it out completely. Everybody have scores, have scores in the thing, and then you're and then you just go after you're done. You just leave. You just leave. You come back the next day. 
No, well, what you're saying is that is that screw Daly, DQ him because of the way he didn't sign a scorecard. But if someone else doesn't sign a scorecard under the current rules, under under the current rules, rules, if you get rid of the rule, then he gets stuck with whatever they had him down for when he left. Under the current rules, if you're being a jerk, then you just screwed yourself. If you Mm -hmm. made a mistake, if you just somehow like if you if for whatever reason. I think there should be some a gray area to to enforcing the rule is what is what I'm trying to say. I don't think there should be a rule. Period. I don't think you should have to go sign your scorecard because I think that's archaic and it's and it's dumb. It's completely dumb. But that's just my we're, look. We're, we're zero getting, tolerance equals lazy leadership. Hundred percent. Kyle Rush. Put it on a fortune cookie. It's going to be on my next next set of balls I have printed. That's what it's going to say. Zero yes. tolerance equals lazy Means leadership. I don't want to make a tough call. I don't want to make a tough call, so I'm just going to say I'm going to make a rule that a monkey could enforce. A monkey can we'll enforce just zero agree tolerance. agree disagree on this one, boys. <laughs> okay, is the rule dumb? No, I'm just saying okay. it's not dumb. Okay. okay. I just – I don't think that a You rule... and Patrick Reed or you and, like, the most – probably the most – Every golfer that you hate probably think it's – probably think it's not I've, dumb. I've quite frankly decided that a rule that – you can't use to your advantage that you can't do any better than anybody else. And it just requires a simple action. And I think it's just, I think it's, I don't think it's a dumb rule. I think, I think there is just so many other rules that you could hone in on that adds absolutely negative effect on the game than this one. It, I, I, I mean, I could not disagree more, but anyway, we'll move on. We'll move on. We got some fun scenarios. Now we had to get the banter out of the way. I had it, I was so heated. I drove by Nate's place of business day and shot him a bird in yep. video. In this yep. And honestly, it was way more heated tonight than it was last night. It burned it me up inside today. It was. It was. Um, I ran out the front door and I saw that video. Unfortunately, he'd already driven off, but I was going <laughs> to flash his tires. I ran out the front door. I'm going to be even madder tonight. He had a customer in the office. He's like, that son of a. They're like, they're like, well, we're trying to decide. I'm like, hang on a second. Let me tell you how mad I, <laughs> let me tell you how mad Nate was. Nate was so mad that he made me come asking to come move furniture. That's how mad Nate was at me. And Kyle was so mad that he put holes in my wall. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was on your end, not my end. So I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that blame. I did feel I'm bad about kidding. that. I'm, just I'm, I'm sure the wife feels great about that. I, uh, right. I, I called Kyle. I said, at what, at what point? how many pieces of furniture can we move? And it's still within the bounds of friendship. He said, well, as soon as you picked up the phone, buddy, that, that you crossed the line. Broke. <laughs> you, broke, you broke the bounds. <laughs> he is correct. You crossed hey, the if line. you ask me to move as a soon- folding chair at your house, buddy, it is over. Yeah. As soon as I picked up the phone and said hello, and you said, hey, I got a question for you about the boundaries. Yep, yeah. you just broke you them crossed, right there. You, cro- right? Hey, you just broke the boundary. Uh, ben, you don't know this. A funny, funny story. A guy, buddy of ours that listens, uh, Grayson Gunn, he was uh, in the – he was – I was playing golf with another one of our friends, and he calls the other friend, right, in the cart with me, and he goes, hey, uh, after you get done, can you come help me um, move something at my house? Oh. I don't, I don't want to ask Kyle because it'll piss him off. Because <laughs> <laughs> he listens to the show. So, shout out, Grayson. That's a true friend. What a true friend. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, speaking you know of what truth, I thought about earlier is that, that you used to like Bryson and then that kind of takes away any credibility that you have about him. I know. And, uh, I will say that is a big knock against my character. <laughs> <laughs> big knock against my character. I tried to make something a thing and it 
could not be made a thing. Um, and now by the way, be the guy who wants scorecard son. By the way, he is getting absolutely not a lot of. He's not, I've, I've just been hearing him getting shredded uh, a lot lately, uh, especially sports media. A lot of them are saying some of the things we said. Is this it? Are we finally going to start playing golf? Instead of, I think it was it was either Brandel Chambly or somebody on the golf channel was like, at what point do we figure out to, how we got to get the ball in the hole faster, not hit it further? That and I was Ooh. like, dang, that was a cult. That was his exact words. I, I, I can't. I feel bad. I that's a exactly very. That's got to be a Shamblyism. There's no he doubt. Says, I he says. At he what point like do we figure out how to get the ball in the hole quicker versus how far do we want to hit it? It was uh, hitting the ball 500 yards. That's what he said. Hitting the ball 500 yards. But uh, it was good. All right. So hey, listen. This isn't on the docket. But you're talking about Brandon Shambly ripping Bryson. And I texted you guys last night. I was watching the live from coverage just yeah. because that's that, – I got nothing else to do it's at night. It's major week, dude. You got it's to. major week. I do the live live from coverage. They are absolutely ripping – not just Fowler. I said Fowler, but they're ripping all these pro- – they're setting these pros up when they ask them about the static tour. How the hell are they supposed to answer? They can't side with Phil. No, nah, they got to basically poo-poo and, on. I mean, and then puts the them headline, on the spot. And then the yeah. headlines come out this morning. It's like – so-and-so hates Phil. So-and-so is not – and I was like, well, what the hell do you expect him to do? The guy's being kicked out of tournaments unofficially, but they're not going to side with him because they got money they got to make on their own. Yeah. Like, it's, I think uh, it's going to be one of the things when that tournament – when that first live tournament happens, live tournament, whatever the hell they're calling over there, I don't know, live without an E. Uh, when that first tournament happens, like – I guess we'll just find out that Friday before that, hey, all these guys are playing this tournament next week. Because I think that's what's going to happen. They're keeping their mouth shut now when they've seen yeah. what happened to Phil. And then all the analysts that are on there, Brad Faxon was ripping everybody. And I'm like, man, you have made $30 million dollars in your career, and you can do it in He's one unfortunate looking. Like, <laughs> he really yeah, is. funny teeth. Hey, funny. but I will say a quick note. Ricky Fowler is the perfect candidate for – the LIV tour because he'll bring the crowds. He'll he's he's got all of the star power and he's got no future on the PGA. He's got he's one forty seven on and they're like, why would he go over there? Because he's one forty seven, and he Ricky's can go make more too. money in one weekend than he's going to be able to make an entire year on the PGA tour. Yeah, but hey, some if Ricky Fowler and Anthony Kim don't go to the Live Tour, they're just dumb humans. Yeah. They're there's a really great article, human. and I'll send it to you guys. I, I get the Golf Digest hard copy, and there's a great article talking about uh, – and maybe this was what inspired me to to, to believe in scorecards uh, <laughs> and signatures. Is that he, said, he said that something about golf will be taken away when we start guaranteeing paychecks. Something about golf. It's the only sport where you're, the way you play at that particular time directly impacts the money that you make. You know, mm-hmm. the best player in the world dramatic. can play bad and miss the cut and not make any money that week. But, like, on the NBA, you can have a streak of 20 bad games. You're going to get paid the exact same. So, hey, listen. Well, there's been you – know, Maybe you I'm know, a golf purist. Maybe you guys aren't. And we're, no, we're going – I mean, we're going <laughs> kind of down a rabbit hole here. But, I, you know, I've heard some other guys say that it would be nice if the PGA Tour would treat the players better. And when that somebody said – Brad Faxon was when he said, people need to give examples. I'm like, they have given examples. They've talked about how guys, when they miss a cut – they can completely go broke and they can fall off the tour because they have no money left because they don't have sponsors. When 
they, with the money that the tour has set aside, apparently with their foundation and stuff, they could afford to pay every guy like anywhere to like ten to twenty thousand dollars per tournament just to be in the tournament. So it covers all their travel expenses, covers their caddy travel expenses, and it's enough to put back in their pension plan so they can retire when they spent so many years on the tour. And they just refuse to do it because they don't want to touch that money. So the PGA I did tour see something can, they where can you get a do fifty thousand dollar check if you play and if you have a certain amount of starts, not cuts, but starts. Mm. That might be a, a new thing. Not that much, though. I mean, it's, you know, 16 weeks of expensive travel and 50 grand yeah. still. So, but I like I that mean, idea, Ben. I, it's just, there's the PGA Tour acts like they're doing nothing wrong. And then when these guys go and they throw a bunch of money at them, I mean, the guys that are those fringe guys, the Ricky Fowlers of the world, the 147s and the, the 120s of the world, they're going to go play. And you can't be mad at them for doing it because they can go and they can make a shit ton of money doing so. I want them to. I want it to be like I want like I want the XFL to be good. I want the USFL yeah. to be good. I want it to be entertaining. And it's tough when there's not any good players over there. You know what I mean? So yeah. Uh, however they want to do it, however they get them, like let's do it. But they're gonna fight. They're gonna fight it. You know they're gonna fight it, and it kind of makes sense because they got all. They got it all right now. Well, I told you, and we use Ricky Fowler as an example, and that's what I put in the text to you guys. There are a ton of kids in those orange hats and orange pants walking around the tournament grounds this weekend looking to see where Ricky is. That goes away. Those ticket sales go away. Their dad's $18 beers that the P- that the PGA oh, Championship gosh. is charging goes Let's away. Let's talk about that in a second. <laughs> Good gracious. Like, all of that goes away when your Rickies of the world leave because he's such an iconic figure with the way he dresses and the hair that he used to have and, you know, his his Puma sponsorship. That goes away. Yeah. If, if he leaves, that those tournament participants go, that walk through the gates go away. Sure, sure. So – that's why the PGA is upset because they see the potential of crap. Now we got to worry about a guy that's 147 leaving because we got fans that'll leave and go watch him on another network instead of watching it where we are paying to have rights. So, uh, go ahead. quick note $18 beers. The cocktails are $15, I think. So, get you if some. I get a ticket, you will not catch me drinking a drop of beer, but I will be ripping the cocktails hey how about that six dollar dasani water too maybe at the end of the day after i've had 12 vodka lemonades you get five hundred dollars get you like 22 beers or something like that <laughs> something crazy like that it's, it's not even a full case eighteen dollars yeah hey, i knew that the and who i don't know you guys may know more about i mean i know the pga is not setting those prices that's the tournament setting those prices like why oh are, yeah why, why are they doing that is that is that Captive uh, audience. Is that, the golf, is that the golf course itself? Also, you know, since they're only serving Michelob, does 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 Michelob have to approve that? Can Michelob look at them and go, "Hey, this is giving our product a bad name because you're charging twenty four dollars a beer." They are twenty four ounces though. It's, it's almost, eighteen dollars, Kyle. It's not a complete dollar. Actually, if you did a twelve ounce for nine dollars, that does sound more reasonable. Yeah. But it's the same. It's hey, look. If you go to uh, any any sporting event where minus the Masters, you yes, you've got complete control. People have to get the alcohol from you. They have to get. You go to a concert. You pay twelve dollars for a hot dog. Concerts are bad. Um, I mean, it's it's pretty much the standard, but that is absorbent. Eighteen dollars for a beer is just absurd. Even though maybe gouge, Kyle gouge them. It's it's one thing to do that, Nate. Like you're talking about. It's another thing to gouge them and just be just just almost unethical to do that i mean 
I'll give Arthur Blank one thing with you know the Falcons, even though they're not winning, he lowered concession prices and they actually made more money because people started saving their money and spending on the merch, which they did jack up. So they made more money. The Falcons made more money doing that just by lowering the and I'm not saying like you said, I'm not saying offer three dollar beers like at the Masters, but man, eighteen bucks when you know you're gonna give them a twenty and just have them keep the two. Is there any thought behind this where let's make the beer so expensive that we will try and combat a waste drunkenness? Yes, I actually, yeah, I actually thought about that. I kind of wonder if I just kind of wonder if that's what they were doing. That yeah, I thought about that earlier. The poor college kids can't get hammered. The poor college kids from Norman or uh, wherever the Tulsa, Lincoln, Tulsa, Tulsa, all the different college towns. Yeah, but I tell you what, hey, you go to Nate, Ben, and Kyle go to the the PGA Championship and. Ben's a K-boy. I'll get round one of Michelob's. Boom, $54. <laughs> That's when Ben goes, hey, boys, y'all got the rest of the round of Michelob's. We could get oh. three ribeyes. Three. Unbelievable, man. We got to cook them, but we can get them. Yeah, but we can get them. <laughs> All right, let's have some fun. Let's go okay, to our buddy. first scenario. Nate, you want to hit the first scenario? We're only, we may only okay. have time for one. but I've got, I do have a good one. I think this is a fun one. Uh, for okay. And the boys don't know about this. This one so uh okay and you did mention the teeing area uh yeah. earlier about southern hills um all right so here's the here's the two two options that you've got uh tournament conditions so you're you're teeing it up tomorrow on thursday tournament yes. pins tournament conditions you can take 20 shots from the turn from the tournament tees from where those guys tee it up from so you get a shot on every hole and on the hardest hole on the front and a hardest hole in the back you get two shots so you okay. get 20 shots or you can play straight up from roughly the equivalent of let's say forty eight hundred to five thousand yards where the you know the ladies tees would be. Okay. Do you take the four tees straight up, or do you take it all the way back with the strokes? Are you saying which one you'll have a lower score? Or yeah, yeah, your best opportunity to 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 be yeah to score the lowest. Okay, let me do. See, the that's kind of with me. With me, that's kind. Of, I mean, I don't. How far back at seventy eight hundred bucks or seventy eight hundred yards? Is it's that not how, that far? It's I think it's seventy four, seventy five. Is seventy four hundred and it's called a twenty five hundred yard spread, basically. If, if I'm, if my driver's on that day, then basically, I'm starting every drive from two fifty from the back tees. So yeah. Uh, I'll go first. I'll go first. So I played, I played Keel Island. I will say it's not, it was not tournament conditions, but it had to be close. And for somehow we convinced this caddy to let us play from the PGA championship tees, which ended up being somewhere around 75 to 7,600 yards. I legitimately, and I did it so I could keep the scorecard. Say I did it. I legitimately shot 97. So if I took 20 shots off that, that would be 77. So could I tee it up from the four tees and shoot better than seventy-seven? That's 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 what I'm looking at. Uh, see, that's, now I, I see. I see your analogy there, Kyle. But I want you to look at it from the analogy that I just used. You're hitting the ball two eighty, two ninety. It's if probably different on, from us. If you're on that day and and hitting it straight, then you're you're literally teeing off from way up in front of the ladies' tees. Yeah, like that's where you're hitting your first shot from. On every hole Second and shot, but but a lot of courses, when you get the the farther you go, the more defensible it is. The farther you go down 
down the fairway. So sometimes they will negate your advantage of, Mm -hmm. of hitting too. So um, I still think though, if we would have said like 6,000 yards, like playing it from, um, I don't know, 6,000 yards. If, if that's, if that's the standard, then I would probably take the strokes because sometimes I'll shoot 70, I'll shoot over 77 from RTs from 6,000 yards. So, um, I think I would rather take, cause if I, if I somehow could just get it in my mind to make a five on everything that could give me a seven. Yeah. I would take the 20 shots. I would take the 20 shots. Wow. Yeah. I go to him into that. I'm taking the four T's, Nate. I'm going to see if I can go up there. <laughs> you and me both, brother. <laughs> yeah. So here's I, was part. Trying to, I was literally trying to goat him into doing that and trying to give him the example. So I, I'm taking the four T's all day long. Here's the two. I think I think par threes and par fives are where you get the par most, threes. most yes. bang for your buck because there's going to be some 200-plus yard par threes that can get in the hand quickly. Like, yes, like a bogey is a good score from the tips, which I, I know it'll be a net par, but you give yourself some some birdie. Up. Par fives, really, though, because on long par fives, there's so much more that can go wrong. That's why par fives are typically, even though to us it's like, man, this is why is this such a low handicap hole? Everybody's getting strokes on it's par five. We should make birdie. But just the more hole you've got, the more room for your mistakes that you've got. Yeah. Mm. Four shots. Yeah. I've sure. doubled number four the past two times from the blue tees just because I don't I hit a, a pretty poor drive and then there's just so much ground you have to make, make up. up after that. Yeah. yeah. I would say par fives especially. Uh you're gonna make plenty of bogeys on par fives from the tips and you're gonna net par whereas See, I, think when you've I got like a opportunities. I think that you're right. You're you're totally on base with the par threes with somebody like me because I'm just not a long hitter. So if you got a par three playing, I don't know, I haven't looked at the Southern Hills card, but, you know, you've seen some of these majors where they'll put in a 245, 250-yard par three. I got to hit a frigging driver there, and I don't know, still if the wind kicks up, I can't get it there on the fly. Like, I can't. Yeah. So You could could easily make a double on a – on a 250 yard hole and if it's and if it's nothing but water in front nate i can't lay up yeah like (laughs) like but but some of these holes some here here's another thing though especially southern hills because like everything's shaved everything rolls away from you um your shots have to be perfect like sometimes especially for amateurs if it's a 180 yard par three or a 220 yard par three i almost feel like we have the same like it's almost the same, it, the same result. Like you, you get what I'm saying. Like yeah, we don't hit a 180 yard shot very well. But I mean, again, if you're going way, way up, you could have a 130 yard shot. Maybe that's that's different. But I guess it's gonna be it's gonna be either really good or really bad either way. You see what I'm saying? If you, if you miss, you're screwed no matter what. If you missed it from 180 yards, you miss it from. 220. Um, I'm trying that's to look just at a, some that's of just a big difference granted. though. Like if you talk like. That the yardage is Nate that you give were forty four hundred and like seventy four hundred, and we're talking about three thousand yards difference, man. I was I was thinking like a twenty five hundred yard spread, and I did the math. That equals a roughly a hundred and thirty eight yards per hole. I know it won't be exact like that, but yeah, like you know, but so yeah, count count it hundred hundred twenty to hundred and fifty yard difference every single hole. The par threes at Southern Hills are 226, 220, 173, 230. That's yeah, tough. Two, that so one of those, you're going to have a pitch and putt. One of those, you're going to have a 98. 
Yeah. And yeah. the other ones are all going to should be all gettable. Whereas a par from a 200 plus yard par three in a major championship setup is would be. I mean, one of those, to, birdie, one of those to me, I'm hitting driver and the other two I'm hitting three wood on the, if I'm playing from the tips back there, you got like, probably going to roll off into a bunker or something like now, that. Now, Kyle, there's, there's a hole on either side where you're getting two and you make a par and that's a net Eagle, bud. Yeah. You jump on up there. Yeah. You slide up the leaderboard off quick. I still think I take 20 shots because you still got to get it up. You still got to get it in. And if somehow I could shoot, 95 if i can shoot 95 i mean that's that's net 75 i I mean anything could go wrong on a on a major championship it's just not it's just not easy to just well and the mindset's different too like i know you keep using kiowa but i mean you said you shot 97 well you didn't get any extra strokes there like you know now you would play it different you know that on a par four, if there's a ton of trouble up there, I'm not taking the driver. I'm taking three wood and poke it down there because I get a stroke. So I'm basically going to start from the fairway with stroke number one and just yeah. not even count the drive. Like you would be play able it to as, play every hole as a par five. Yeah, you Fair yeah enough. you could yeah you could totally do that. Spe- yeah, especially like Nate said, well you getting two strokes on one side and two strokes on the other side on on one of the yeah on one of the holes. Now this will so. this will be fun for us. It'll be fun for the listeners at home when you're watching. Just think about it. You look at this hole. You see him looking down there and be like, would I rather be teeing off from where those guys are laying negative one, or would I rather be 140 yards of where ahead of where they are? It'll be, it'll be a great way to watch the golf tournament. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if Tiger's not in contention and nobody will care. The part, <laughs> the part threes would be ridiculous. Brutal. Those would be brutal. That's what, but, and then on the flip side, the par fives, I would love to see the, the ladies tease distances for the par five. I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now. There, I mean, it's going to be a par four. It's going to be a longish par four for you. So there's only three par fives in general. So it's oh, number no number five, uh, thirteen and sixteen, and you got six fifty six. Holy shit! From the women's? No, this is this is this is the championship days. Six fifty six. Like, damn. <laughs> 632 567 and then if you go from the four t's which would be i assume this gold or in no this white t's these white t's are as far as up so it goes from 636 to 435 and then 413 and 424 wow and it's 5100 yards because the the last one is longer than the second one but then from the tip yeah but yeah, all sub 450 yards. Yeah. So a good drive leaves you with an iron approach into all these par fives. It's true. It's true. Could possibly make birdie. You're right. You're right. But Kyle but gets a stroke. You get no strokes now. But you're but Kyle's playing from 630. That means that if Almost he smokes one 290, his tee shot is, is 100 yards 90, in front of you. Yeah, 90 yeah. yards in front of where we're at. Now, granted, he's laying zero right there, but he's got to smoke one down the middle. Yeah, that's true. And we can just all, get it past. And that's all Bob, we can just pop some hybrids out there and pop another that's... hybrid and poop on for Barty. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's a good one. That's a good one. You got any more, or you want to call it a night? <laughs> <laughs> scorecard's a dumb rule. Scorecard's a dumb rule. Let's call it. A, let's call it an evening. This was, you know what? I love how we started off like at each other's throats, and then by the time we got back to scenarios, we're semi friends again. So, yeah. No, uh, Nate's I, still pissed at us for not agreeing with him. 
the uh, yeah, he's Sky Sky scorecard is dumb. We shouldn't be able to get to qualify for that. There you I go. Agree. There we go. I knew it was coming. I knew it would come eventually. Don't guys, worry. And then the text message after this, I, that was just for feel good on the show. I'm about to mother F you guys. In the <laughs> guys, we appreciate it. Uh, check us back on Friday. We may do a little U.S. Since we're all fired up on rules, we may have a rules round robin tournament on Friday. So hang out. Check it out. We've been talking about it. I've been looking at some of the online quizzes we can do. Test our rule knowledge. Are you cheating? Are you looking at the yeah, answers to said them? ones too? They're all. I, I I tried to do that already. I tried to remember the answers, but they're. It's like it. It's endless. It's endless possibilities. You, the know, rule, you know how big the rule book is? Not very big. It's it's actually huge. It's no, actually, it, you this should now, get one and keep it on the back of your. This toilet. now goes where I went from siding with Kyle to now I side with Nate. Nate, I got a sneaky suspicion on this whole rules thing. It's going to be like opening the Swanee's bag. He's going to go ahead and get all of it done. Let's just say this. If you get more than two in a row right, lock your door, buddy. You know what? (laughs) Then you better damn sure sign your card, bub. Close your door. I promise this. I promise this. This is is on our friendship. I've only done one quiz. And the 10 answer quiz. You on a friendship said you weren't going to open packages. He didn't didn't do on a friendship. On friendship. That was was just like a normal lie. This this would be like a (laughs) lie. This is like, this should, this is personal. This is a personal life right here. You're going to real prison if you lie. I promise you, I've only done the quiz, one quiz out of 10, and I got five out of five. I mean, five out of 10, sorry. I made 50 on the test, so they're pretty tough. So just remember that. Okay, appreciate it, guys. Uh, get ready for maybe a little rules round-robin tournament on Friday. Should be a lot of fun. PGA Championship, let's take make a pick. You want to do a pick really quick? Yep. Can't go against Scheffler. Okay. Cam Smith. Cam Smith. I'm going John Rom. How about that? John Rom, three, Scotty Scheffler. No surprise Kyle, picks. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle and I really stepped out right there. The the number one and number one and a half overall picks right there. Why do you have to pick like a step out though? Like what is a step out? You right? don't you have, have to. to. It's just every out. time I take a favorite, y'all just give me shit over it. So that's why I had to give it right back to you. I hear you. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. All right, guys. <laughs> and then you we'll pick hit. Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> Subscribe to us on the YouTube. You can catch some of the post show hobnob. I'm sure it should be. It should be kind of fun. So. Uh, have fun. We'll see you on Friday. Enjoy the PGA Championship. Dad by Golf Pod. All right. You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.